Hey, everyone. This podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y Unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. It's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host, David Bell. And a third person. There's a third person. Who is it? Yeah, it's me, Alex Smith. It's so good to be here. I love the show. (laughs) It's always good to be here. Alex! Guys, thank you. Oh, thank you, How you doing? I'm doing great. I I, I was just saying off mic, I did my first trip in a long, long time. Went to Iowa. And, and it was, uh, you know, uh, safe flying, it felt like, and, and it was good. Good trip. Oh, uh, yeah. Doing that Iowa trip. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's very interesting to uh, me, a person who didn't just hear you tell that story. <laughs> <Yeah>. Congratulations <laughs> on Maybe I should have flying. pivoted to a whole different story. No, no, like, no. no. Uh, and everything's no, on fire. We do it all the time. No, it's we their it fault. The it's their fault for not being here before we started recording. That's yeah. true. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, true fans. Hey, people listening. Been. The fuck? What the fuck, people? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? It's fucked up. Sitting yeah. there yeah. with your earbuds <laughs> or whatever. You know, other story. Other story more relevant. I saw my first movie in a theater like a week and a half ago. Oh, what movie? Cruella. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's totally fine. How was it? it? It really, it's like, I didn't expect a lot and it, it like, baseline holds together pretty much throughout and and was enjoyable yeah, it's a good review yeah, yeah. no it's it you holds know, together no i've heard it's fine uh yeah we've talked about right. it a little bit it's yeah for me it was one of those movies that was like frustrating because there's like a pretty good movie in there if it didn't have to waste time being a cruella prequel um sure but oh. yeah that's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah probably, that's you know, true. just like a cool one-off movie about some uh, a woman from kind of the, the the lower class getting into a fashion war with the upper class baroness would have been cool right. with the same sensibility and aesthetic and stuff because the movie looks really cool. Anyway. It's a right. good director. It is a I, good director, yeah. Ooh, I watched something I want to share. Ooh. I watched the first episode of Star Trek Picard. Oh, and it was season one. Not great. Yeah, season one. Yeah, I actually, haven't have you seen guys that. watched? No. Yeah, you don't have to. No, why on, er- why on Earth, Dave? Would I? <laughs> I don't know. I've I've been meaning to morbid curiosity and all that. Sure. And I don't know, man. I don't I don't remember what happens in the episode. It's like but that. It seemed it's all right. like that myth where it's like you can you can walk your your loved one out of Hades as long as you don't turn around and look at her. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Star Trek Picard is just like yeah, that. It's like yeah, after a while, you're just like, yeah, I gotta turn around and look. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, that was what it was. Is I now have Paramount Plus, so I was like, all right, yeah, I guess I'll watch. I guess yeah. I'll watch. I, this. I, I watched the Console Wars before uh, canceling my uh, free trial subscription. <laughs> <laughs> That's after we watched Infinite last weekend. <laughs> yeah. Alex, have you seen Infinite? No. Is that the is that Mark Wahlberg? It is. I think yeah. I saw a trailer on YouTube. Like before that's something. Probably else. A, yeah, that's that's more than enough. That's okay. the kind, uh, in that's terms the kind of, of watching that. That is the exact kind of movie it is, is the oh, I think I saw a trailer for that on YouTube. That's like the yeah. that's it. Great. Yeah. Um <laughs> let's speaking of trailers, let's uh let's let's get let's get down to business. All right. Well, first we have some producers that we need to That's shout business. Out. That is business. Yeah. Business right. that can be gotten down to. Well, and one of them well, is Mark Wahlberg. Oh no. We oh, should no! talk to him. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, we already lost Mark Wahlberg. I decided to be a producer on your show and you're going to talk about my movie like that. <laughs> That's really not cool. I don't know why you would do that uh, to me. It's all right. We have we still have all the other Wahlbergs. Anyway, all check, the Wahlbergs out, check out this it. laminated card with Texas's Romeo and Juliet law printed <laughs> on it. God damn it. I only saw that movie once. What happens? In it? I don't remember. It is a scene in the film. Anyway. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> did we see it together? Like in Santa Monica? Yeah, I think we did. I think we <laughs> yes. saw it. Is that the fourth one? It's the God. fourth one. That is that is Damn Transformers: it. Age of Extinction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're gonna have some uh, Transformers mo- uh, news coming up, but first, mm-hmm. let's thank some producers. Uh, starting with Del Griffith, the shower curtain fella. Thank yeah. you. Thank you to Lef. Uh, thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. <laughs> thank you to Jake. Thanks, Jake. Uh, thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Jones. Thank you for that, mm-hmm. Mr. Jones. Uh, thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Always. Yeah, always and forever. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Woo. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you. Thank you to Davy Francis for the revenge. Uh, thank you to M V B. All right, let me see. let me let me be. Yeah, let me swoop in here real quick and take care of the rest of these names. Uh, thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank, thank you, you. To definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Thank you. Thank you to Brian who Tom knows. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Bob Brian. Grenville. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Steven. Thank you to Down thank Home you. Chicken. Thank you to Han Toomey, the Confused Cyborg. Thank you. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you. Thank you to Hey Fuck You. I'm Happy Ed. Thank, Thank you. you to Dracula, the bus-driving vampire. Thank you, Count. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Woo! Thank, Thank you, you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you! Oh, oh. man. Oh, yeah. beans and grapes, this first trailer. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I'm, very, I'm very pumped about this lineup. They're not all... It's not all gold here, but it's all interesting. Yeah. Uh, this... Yeah was doing the rounds this is the trailer for karen karen Karen. uh what thoughts this i think you nailed it pretty well in the notes here you have written what oh wait no that is you yeah and the notes here have written that this looks like a funnier die sketch um which is like a lot of the comments i'm seeing and reactions to this trailer it's basically it's a movie about a karen Uh, a young black couple moves into a neighborhood 
They're one of their neighbors is a white lady literally named Karen who starts behaving like a Karen. Um, and it just, it strikes me as like when they did um, Lakeview Terrace, which was a more, uh, which was like a, a, a an updated version of, of unlawful entry essentially to, to make it yeah. more of like a racially charged conflict. Uh, right. between a racist police officer and the new uh, mixed-race couple that moves mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. In terms of, this is like the most blunt force, unsubtle thriller <laughs> that you could possibly <laughs> do about this particular topic. It's it's not even, <laughs> it's not even like, like subtly about anything. No. It's just about the thing. It's just about the thing that we've all been joking about for the past two or three years. And, you know, not not, right. not just joking about. There's actual violence and tragedy associated with this behavior. Uh, but, like, this is, uh, yeah, like I said, this is like the blunt force, unsubtle version of this movie. Yeah. It really, just, the, I, the trailer made me really reappreciate Get Out because the, yeah. this, this whole this whole subject is such a real thing and a real pain. And mm-hmm. so the artistry of Get Out makes it like workable as a film and and, and make it, makes it a great film, you know? But if you just Absolutely. if you just put what's happening on the screen with like some horror movie tropes, that sucks. It's it's a really it's, unpleasant I've, experience. <laughs> it's so lazy and pandering. Like this- get out. I, I just oh, sorry, I just real quick uh, wanted to insert a, a quick comment that is um, it seems like kind of like you know a little old man yelling at cloud but like I've been going through a lot of uh, samples for uh, freelance you know film writer applications for various uh, outlets that I work for and this is like a real problem it just uh, people uh-huh. that or like white people an, an extremely superficial grasp of everything oh if mean, that does not that, that make people sense people are pitching you premises it's that they like that's understand like the, the world that's like a, into, a, a, yes a lot of, of the, exactly that's like a lot of the things that i've been reading from from new and up-and-coming writers are is stuff that is only able to engage with movies and television on an extremely superficial level which is what this is Oh, okay. yeah, and it's like it's, analysis. It's, it's people who want to yeah. write about movies. Correct. Yeah, okay. yeah. I can believe it. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the Get Out and uh, a lot of movies coming out right now. Like the whole thing is, it's you, they slow roll you. Like Get Out when I when I went to watch that, I didn't know what it was about, and then you become like really delighted and surprised by what it actually becomes. You know, where you're like, oh yeah. shit. Uh, this is this is a whole thing, yeah. This is just so, really, just lazy is the word for it. It's it's one of those things where like the entire internet came together to be like this is dumb, and I I feel like maybe people everybody has maybe different reasons why it's dumb, but it comes down to the to how opportunist, yes, and yeah. obvious it is. Where it's it has, like clearly it, has nothing to say. Right. Yeah, it's it's like someone rushed this <laughs> yeah, script. It's the it's, right. It's like a Jaws sequel. It's like so, like yeah. lowest common oh, denominator wow. obviousness. Yeah, yeah. It's like I I I feel like it's like 
it's it's two terrible kinds of movies at once it's a movie that's just ripping off somebody else's hit but much worse right like somebody else makes right. a terrible animal attack movie after jaws and then the other thing is that they're just like saying nothing about a really painful really real thing that, that yeah. no yes. one wants to sit through on a screen for no purpose you know you, you want to exactly, like gain yeah. something or, or experience something and I think on top of it, the funnier die sketch aspect is that it's not just that the idea is like a sketch. The execution in this trailer feels <laughs> like a sketch. Yeah. Hammy. Yeah, it's over the top. The performances are dumb. This the Karen character, they've made her such a two dimensional character. And the escalation uh, is like sketch comic escalation. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's such an exercise in obviousness. Right. Yeah. Uh, I Even from the tweets the, I saw, I sort of expected the trailer to be, like, more hilariously low-grade, you know, or something. But no, it was right. just kind of poorly done in a, in a normal way. Bad. I was not, not uh, yeah. laughing at how bad it was. It's just I was like, like, oh, it's, it's just, just one of these. Okay. Run-of-the-mill bad. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one of these. And then, I mean, some of the shit on top of it, the fact that it looks, if you look at the poster, it's like a horror movie poster. Um, that just looks, yeah. Again, like a parody. It just looks like a fucking parody, uh, through and through. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else there, there is to say about it. Um, it's just that right. it's like it's an exhausting trailer. Yeah, I don't know anything about the people behind it. Uh, it just. I'm in. All I will say is that I'm embarrassed for everyone involved. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I hope I was, I was bummed out. Isn't there, isn't there a bumper on the front that says it's like a BET original film or something? I don't know. I was bummed. I believe, yeah. I believe so. BET yeah. didn't do it better. You know, it feels like it could have been a script that someone wrote and then they rewrote it hastily to make oh. it this Karen thing. <laughs> yeah, but like Karen is already, it's, it's already a meme that came and went. It feels like. Right. right? And this stripping that element uh, of, that topical element away this is a pretty boilerplate stepford wives suburban creepiness thriller right like it's pretty right standard oh there's a seemingly nice neighbor something's off with her that's yeah. a familiar premise yeah like you said it's like lakeview terrace yeah although i only watched that once but that it's was fine, the real like, but like that was yeah that was like the real mid-2000s where they're like what if we reversed it yeah because it's samuel jackson as the racist cop um and it just reminds me of fucking well, the, the, and, the guess who remake yeah, well, where they're like, what if we reversed it and it's like well then you sort of miss <laughs> a the, lot of the point but the original sure. the original unlawful entries and even really about racism it's about a, a, it's co just a cop about, who's like obsessed with the wife uh, he, right. he's, a, he's a deranged sex pest and that's uh, where the mm -hmm. good idea yeah. is which is just simply um cops are scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know uh and so like yeah we've had thrillers based on that and it's effective but again done like this it just feels so cynical yeah it just feels like they're playing off of real fears to make a buck yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie. Uh, what if it's amazing? It's, it's not. Hard to, it's, hard, <laughs> it's hard to think that it's amazing based on this trailer. Dave, it is not. There is simply no way it is amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it, it. 
I can't imagine a way that it's amazing. I'm just saying. Well, right. Uh, I, the only way it could be amazing nice is if they they were specifically playing off our expectations of what it was going to be, and then they actually had something to say. Right. But I doubt that. Is if we Again, go? Is if we sit down trailer. to watch it and it's a completely different film with none of the footage they showed us in this trailer actually. In exactly. It. That's that's yeah, how it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. If it's just the director lecturing people about why would they come to see the movie that was yeah. advertised. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? Yeah. Everyone now look th- down at themselves and and think long and hard about what they've done. Right. <laughs> there was like, because of when you called it kind of like a funnier die sketch before, there it, it's a really old sketch. Have you ever seen the one where it's called like Gungan style? And it initially seems <laughs> to be a Gangnam style parody about Gungans and the Star Wars prequels. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's the sketch <laughs> they did where it initially seems to be that. And then it just completely like takes a step back out of the sketch and you follow the maker of it, like wondering what his purpose is in life and if he's wasting his time. And it, it's, <laughs> it's a total... <laughs> flip rug pull thing this movie would have to be that it would have to be it starts out as making this movie and then you're in the video village and the director rethinks it all you know that that would have to be it it suddenly launches into his ennui over my god what sort of cog in the machine have i become (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) that's a great sketch i gotta check that out We, we should move on yes all right um well the next trailer is for the harder they fall this is this like came out today today i think or yesterday um this has just so many amazing actors it's like the fucking like what whiplash (laughs) to go from karen to this like this is a movie that i simply cannot wait for and looks amazing Yeah, yeah. It'll so be a, real a weird when they both play at the same cast. drive-in as a double feature. Boy, oh boy, uh, weird. Yeah, weird time. <laughs> it's got Wild fucking. <laughs> just go home feeling drunk after that. <laughs> uh, yeah, on the subject of Get Out, it's got um, Le- Le- what Keith, is his name? Lakeith Le- Stanfield. Stanfield. Yeah. Uh, Zazzy beats Idris Elba. They're all rescuing. The when the safe opens and Idris Elba pops out, I was like, fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, Regina, Regina King's King. in there. Yeah, she's in there. Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo. This, oh this cast is out of control. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care what they're doing. It's like a vague Western outlaw premise. Uh, it's the same Western yeah. town from uh, Antoine Fuqua's Magnificent Seven remake. I, I would recognize that church anywhere. Oh, yeah, which I also <laughs> liked that remake. It was fine, um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, I will watch this cast do literally anything. So this movie looks like a ton of fun. I'm fucking on board for whatever it is. Yeah, big shootout. Great. Yeah. Gunfire. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm looking up the people who made it. One of the writers did uh, Max, that dog thing. Oh, sure. Uh, okay. But also did Now You See Me and Now You See Me Too. Yeah. Uh, this is a, It's a career <laughs> screenwriter. Looking at this stuff, it's like, all right. He did From Dust Till Dawn 2, Texas Blood Money. Sure. Yeah. Starring Robert Patrick. <laughs> Starring Robert Patrick. Man. Texas Blood uh, Money is know. a pretty good after the two and then movie title phrase. Absolutely. Pretty good they had some, te- Dust Till Dawn had some good, like part three is called like The Hangman's Daughter and The Hangman's Daughter oh. is Tim is Timura Morrison. Like, yeah, amazing. Yeah. The, dire- the, other- the direct-to-video Dust Till Dawn sequels kind of rule. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. 
I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. The the other writer who's the director did a movie called They Die by Dawn, which is another Western uh, with Rosario, Rosario Dawson in it. So, like, fuck, I got to see that, too, now. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, got, like, a whole evening ahead of me now. Yeah. Jeez. But, yeah, this is, like... I. I, I I like the amount in which we're doing westerns now. Like it's not a resurgence of westerns. No, but we're getting. But we're more. not. Yeah, we're not scared of them either. Yeah, we're doing them when we when when we have an idea. So yeah, this looks. I don't know. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I also I like lightly googled it, and apparently the main the main actors we know are all playing real black cowboys and black lawmen. Oh, wow. And, and, and like that. the trailer's pretty wild. I don't know how historical the plot's going to be, but that's apparently So it's the, like Young Guns. So it's kind of like it. Young Guns. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into that. <laughs> that's that's, that's cool. wonderful. Yeah. Like Delroy Lindo is Bass Reeves, uh, a famous Right. Black oh, lawman. sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think, do Westerns need to be historical? I don't think there's a single Western that is historically accurate. I like mean, not a single yeah, one. Yeah, not really. I don't care. They can they can walk on no, screen and be I mean. like, "I'm yeah. Wild Bill," and I'm like, "You sure are." And then they just have yeah, that, a western that's cool. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I mean. It's like you really like we don't. Who gives a shit about an well, accurate? Yeah, I mean, because it was all like it's. They've so, never been accurate. It's not it, a yeah, single exactly. one. That period is is so marked by like hearsay and reputation, and I mean even more so right. than. Uh, you know, so it's just kind of like whatever people decided, whatever the local newspaper guy decided to write about some shootout to make it sell more papers. <laughs> that's like the old yeah. ones. It's all it's yeah. all a lie. So whatever. Yeah, more yeah. of this shit. Um. All right. Well, speaking of Idris Elba, uh, the Suicide Squad new trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I, I oh, yeah. go ahead. I did see the first one. And I was not super enthused by it, but it was also better than most of the DC movies I had seen. So I don't know. This is probably fine. Yeah, I mean, this is, um, I mean, this is James Gunn directing and writing, and that I think is, I don't think it's gonna be anything like the first one, and it will in fact be a huge pushback. I think. Yeah. Right. Huge, pretty big departure. It's hopefully that's what that's what the idea is. I mean, I'm on board. I like James Gunn. I like everything he did with Guardians. This looks fun. I'm at the point where I don't need to see any more trailers for this movie. Yeah, I didn't really need to see a single trailer. I didn't need to really see this one after the main one we got like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. That like showed off mm-hmm. Stallone as King Shark and then the big Starro fight. It's like I was already on board. Now there's simply no way I'm not seeing this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one added, the one thing this trailer added for me that was made me go, ooh was a little uh information about the weasel character oh yeah killing like <laughs> right. 20 children <laughs> uh, which of course is being played by um sean it's one of his brothers yeah it's the yeah. yeah stood in for rocket uh as well that's just it's his it's his it's ted his ted ramey yeah he yeah. just puts his little brother in his movies <laughs> yeah usually in demeaning roles <laughs> right <laughs> I think I think the person that this is going to matter the most for is Jai Courtney, right? Cuz Jai Courtney has not had a good time. Who? He was in I Frankenstein. Hmm. Uh I he would know him Courtney from 
He's Captain yeah, Boomerang in this movie. Yeah, most people forget who Jai Courtney is. Yeah, I forget um, who that is, and too. I, uh, sorry. Yeah. He was... You're fine. I, think, I guess what I'm getting at is Jai Courtney has had been cast terribly in most things. He was in the Good Day to Die Hard as John McClane's yeah, son. Yeah, and like Terminator Genesis. son. Yeah, as a swole Kyle Reese. Everything they cast him in, I'm like, oh. well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, and so to see him like, like I'm looking at his his uh, filmography, and it just really doesn't seem like he's had a shot to be in a good movie. Mm, um, so like I don't know. <laughs> tough break for Jay Courtney. I'm I, I'm excited for this. Is my point for him? Because I think I think yeah, he's really got. He's, gotta, he's one. He was one of my favorite things in the original one was just he's this shitbag australian bank robber that's that's he's it the, yeah <laughs> that's i think it. he's the best part of the original one he might secretly be <laughs> yeah uh okay. so yeah good good for him yeah, yeah when you inevitably go i'm still trying think, to remember this guy yeah he had like a lot of facial he had hair like, a beanie yeah, and the okay. teddy bear right he, he had like a stuffed animal or whatever yeah. Yeah, he threw he threw a lot of boomerangs. Alex, I don't know if you remember the <laughs> yeah, boomerang <right>. quotient <laughs> in that original film. Yeah, all these all these uh, Suicide Squad things. I feel like I'm supposed to be totally blown away by how outrageous it is, and I, I just feel like it's it's just kind of t- kind of telling me how outrageous it is. You know, like like yeah. he didn't he didn't oh, yeah. knock yes. my socks off or or sear my brain with his his wildness. You know, it's just kind of a mm-hmm. guy. I th- I think that's the danger of James Gunn is that he's now the guy where it's like, oh, so random and wild. <laughs> uh, and and uh, like they're clearly going to lean into that. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because it's not really like being random and wild is, was never th- really his shtick. Well, I was going to say, I think he's good. He yeah. makes good movies. I think uh, more in the side of like marketing and producers now. Yeah. Like he's going to be pushed to constantly... Mm, be yeah. like he, he he can't make anything serious from here on i feel like people are just gonna <laughs> oh god and no, maybe yeah. he doesn't want to i'm looking at stuff he's writing um he's doing the screenplay for the wily e coyote film that's uh okay. the, that's the that's the courtroom case one right the coyote versus coyote versus acme or something oh my god <laughs> it is that's, and it's directed by that is, it's based on a, a New Yorker comedy piece from like the early '90s, where it's Wiley really? Coyote. Wiley Coyote is taking Acme to court because their shit keeps fucking him up. <laughs> okay, it's not a bad oh, premise. Sh- I don't know how you make that a full movie. It's like a good idea. Know. It's a good idea for a comedy like uh, column, but um, it's from. It's going right. to be the director of the of the good Ninja Turtles reboot. Out of the shadows. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who also did Earth to Echo, the film everybody remembers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but shit, now I'm really excited for that. That sounds out of its mind. Yeah, that project's been. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's been kicking around for a few decades. I think in one form or another. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Any other thoughts on the Suicide Squad? No, I I, no I see what I see what Alex is saying is I I am excited for this movie. I don't need to see any more trailers for it, but I do get the marketing is a, a lot of this is starting to become almost pro wrestling, where it's just a bunch of dudes telling me how hardcore they are. 
Uh, yeah. So, like, I can see that. Right. I can see that beginning to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think with James Gunn, the thing that we have to be weary of is the people who are then gonna try to copy this. Oh yeah. And oh, no. we might get some real I mean, stinkers. The first Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So and I, DC doesn't know what the fuck they want, so it's like I can I can see more of this happening. You know, like Suicide Squad two, or the Suicide Suicide Squad two. If it's not James Gunn, that might be a real bummer when that comes out. I mean, someday. let's let's wait for this one and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, this one's gonna kill it, right? Like in the box office, there's uh, no way this is gonna succeed. Probably, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how the numbers continue to shake out as the summer yeah. goes on. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about the you know the big one, mm-hmm. uh, Eiffel. Sure. <laughs> the, the big tower. Is, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a French movie. Yeah, it's French about as hell. <laughs> making the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the single most French premise for a movie. Like, yeah. What yeah, else it would is. it be? <laughs> Does uh, this do anything for you guys? Belgian, weirdly. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, the trailer <laughs> looks... I've, I've used the phrase boilerplate already, but this is very much like a boilerplate historical drama about some, you know, capital letters, big important thing. Um, right. Yeah. And watching it, I definitely got the sense of... I mean, it, the trailer goes through all the same beats that all these movies do, uh, but it did make me start thinking about how kind of crazy it is to just sit down and be like we're gonna build like a national monument and it's like it's a thing that's completely in like it's a completely indefensible de- uh, <laughs> expense at the time yeah. but like 60 years later is when you start to see dividends like see this really worked this is like everybody this is like the the shorthand for our country everybody knows this symbol it's become a big tourist thing for us but like you're decades away from that when you sit down to start just like well, we're just gonna build a monument and see how it goes um so yeah I'd, I'd like much rather maybe this movie goes into that i don't know but i'd like i really want a movie to just be about like that part of it where it's like all right yeah we're either gonna be legends or like the biggest doofuses in the history book it's right gonna, it's either gonna be the eiffel tower or it's gonna be like fulton's folly you know what i mean for all you I, history nerds out there yeah i have nothing against the eiffel tower i want to start with that um but a movie about it where they're like oh it can't be done oh he did it i'm just like it's just metal yeah they did it like just metal beams like there's there's one in vegas like they've done this more than once now it's it's like again nothing against the eiffel tower it just doesn't (laughs) seem that impressive to build uh that we need a movie about it you know it's not like making the hoover dam or or like the golden gate bridge they're trying yeah and i'm sure it you know, all these architectural projects were like fraught with mishaps and, and issues and stuff, you know, par- partially because you're building a giant metal tower in the 19th century. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it just seems like the stakes aren't quite building a gigantic suspension bridge above San right. Francisco Bay, it's like, for example. It's like, yeah, it's like, what does it do? <laughs> oh, it just stands there. Does it have any walls? Not really. It's just a metal tower. Like, what happens if it collapses? Nothing really. Like, nothing's dependent on it. Like it's it doesn't do anything. <laughs> so does it, like again, so it's like does it have any rooms? Oh, kinda. Yeah, sorta. You can kind of get up in there. Like one at the top. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so, so we can't like use it for like office space. No, no, you wouldn't want to do that. So, what's like the uh, maximum amount of time you'd spend it? I'll go like ten minutes before yeah. you start really needing to leave. Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. It's like I'm just gonna make something tall that like people can fall off of. That's it. Uh, and you know, again, nothing, nothing against the Eiffel Tower. It's it's nice looking. I just don't care about it getting made. They add like a romantic subplot in this trailer and it's like, man, I, I definitely don't care about that. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it's amazing. The main thing that jumped out to me in this is that I watched like two episodes of sex education on Netflix. I was not that into it actually, but the lady from sure. that speaks French, I guess. And is the love interest. So, you know, oh. I was surprised by that. I didn't know she speaks French and, and can do that. Yeah, good for her. So, good for her. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Get to be in the the definitive Eiffel Tower movie because I doubt <laughs> they're going to make another one of these. Right? There's no competing Eiffel Tower uh, movies out there. <laughs> what if there was? What if there were there like might be. four of them going up at the same time? <laughs> right. Yeah, what's oh, the man. deep impact that this movie's Armageddon? Yeah. <laughs> deep Eiffel. Yeah, s- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing in the synopsis that Eiffel um, wanted to build a subway first and then landed on a tower. I'm not sure how that oh, works. That was, a, that, that was a real compromise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what if we took a subway, stripped it of all of its function, and turned it on its side? Yeah. Well, I guess right. it's a tower. <laughs> two stops. Stop one, the ground. Stop two, the top. Welcome. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's weird also to me that the person was named Eiffel and then they named it the Eiffel Tower. That seems lazy, but whatever. I mean he built it, I guess he gets to say. Yeah, also I just looked this guy up. I feel like such a dunce. You know what his other notable work is? The I don't know, the Hoover Dam. That I think Alex just said it. The Statue of Liberty. I he only, made the Statue of Liberty. The like two things I do know about it are that this guy also worked on the Statue of Liberty with Bartolda, and then uh, and then also they built this as a temporary structure, I think, for World's Fair, and then they kept it because yes. everybody liked it so much. That's all I know. about Yes, it. it was it was made for the World's Fair, uh, yeah. and yeah, they were like, "That's a cool tower," and they're not wrong. They're yeah, not cool. wrong. Yeah, it yeah. is pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Best subway I've ever been on. Yeah, you see a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to the Eiffel Tower? I ha- I've, I yeah. got to study abroad in college, and then we visited Paris for like two days, and that was one of the few things we did, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, if you got two days. Yeah, yeah, like that in the Louvre and a couple other things, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, any more thoughts on this Eiffel movie? <laughs> nope. It, uh, <laughs> it, it looks... Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I think it, looks all it was. Right. I think Tom, you're saying that it looks like really, really boilerplate history stuff, and it it extremely feels yeah. that way. That's set on, yeah. It's yeah, just one of it's, it, one right. of those historical movies, you know. Sure. Yeah, it, it hits all the beats. It feels like one of those things where, like, when we do biopics about famous people, not all of them have interesting lives, <laughs> uh, but we still make the movie because we know people will watch them. Right. And 
it's just funny to me that like yeah building the eiffel tower we ne- we haven't made a movie about this before and probably for a reason <laughs> because there's probably not much to it uh i don't know or maybe it's like this crazy historical thing that's people are like why haven't they made a movie of this it's filled with drama and this many people died making it but i don't think that's that's it at least that's not what this trailer is showing me because it's so uninteresting that they had to give him a romantic subplot <laughs> um and I, I don't know maybe that's real again maybe that's actually what happened i don't know yeah it could be i don't know uh, and i'll don't never know. know because i'm not gonna see eiffel uh, <laughs> uh, all right let's talk about the shrink next door sure you mean anger yeah. management <laughs> <laughs> yeah but with fucking paul rudd what is going on in this anger uh, management slash what about bob i forgot about anger management wow well i want to start with the fact that this is a series uh on apple tv it's not a movie i thought it was like hmm. like a the one-time movie but we're gonna we're gonna see tons of paul rudd doing that voice um he's doing a voice right yeah oh yeah he's doing a big old new york voice yeah yeah and he's like uh, it, uh will ferrell is his patient i think for yes. some reason mm-hmm. i didn't get a lot of super specifics out of the trailer i got a vaguely sinister vibe i think and, and uh yeah, but maybe i yes. misread it I don't know. It seems like you know, Will Ferrell plays this kind of meek dude who goes to a therapist, Paul Rudd, who starts engaging in, uh, let's say, dynamic slash intense therapy techniques, which basically just means he's egregiously intruding on Will Ferrell's personal life, which is, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I cheekily said anger management, but that's like literally the plot of that film. Um, yeah. And also, what about Bob? It's, you know, I don't know. It's... It looks okay. I just, it feels like one of those kind of uh, cringe comedies where I already know or I really heavily suspect what the twist is. Like I'm really expecting it to be a hundred percent anger management, um, where it's mm-hmm. uh, Jack Nicholson seems like just a complete maniac, and then at the end it's like, oh nope, there was a method to his madness the whole time, and he's improved your life. Like that's what I'm expecting, right? Yeah, I guess it depends on how many seasons they got going. For me, it gave me the vibe of like, like Rain Over Me. Remember Rain Over Me with Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle. And Don Cheadle. Yeah. Where his family died in nine eleven. Nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah, a movie no one needed, but it it, it mm. has that feeling of like comedy actors being like, let's be serious, let's do a serious thing. Uh, yeah. And I I I get that. Um, it's got some names behind it. Michael Showalter directed a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the series writer also did Succession or some of Succession, some of Veep. So like this could be good, but I I know what you're saying, Tom. Where it's like it just feels very der- derivative. There's a lot of talented people involved that I like, but yeah, and so it's worth giving a shot if you have Apple TV, which statistically speaking, you probably don't. But, you might, man. They were giving that away for Yeah, that's true. As, yeah. just any any excuse last year. So I purchased a new Apple product recently and they they actually gave away Apple TV to me now. So now I Oh, okay. It. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they yeah. truly are still giving it away. <laughs> yeah. Here's I'm enjoying the idea of Paul Rudd doing serious stuff as the next comedian to be serious because he hasn't really been 
that serious, has he? I mean, you know, we've had a couple of offshoots like Mute, which was a disaster. Um, oh my God, oh, yeah. Mute! He was in Mute. Yeah, that's a, oh, that's, a no. that's a lot of good people in Mute too, and that film is very bad. Um, yeah, it's. <laughs> I think it's yeah. I don't know. We haven't really seen. He's done some stuff, but it's mostly been comedic. Yeah, um, which is interesting because he didn't. You know, he's not. I don't think he specifically came from comedy. He's just an actor. But um, well, yeah, his early roles like Clueless and shit. Yeah, where he's still like kind of like a funny character, but he yeah he doesn't. And wasn't he in Romeo plus Juliet? Yeah, he was. I'm just seeing it right here. Um, yeah, he didn't start as, like, a comedy guy. He just, like, fell into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it does make sense that he would... Try some know, other I, things? I try, don't know. Try some other things, yeah. Um, yeah. but I want, I want, I want, like, even... Oh, and, uh, what was the... Was it, was it me... Yeah, he had that one where he was playing his own twin? Oh, mm. Living With Yourself. Living With Yourself. There it is. Yeah, on Netflix, I think. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's like, also you done. Know, he's dabbling. He's doing some dabbling. I think here's, I'm not going to say problem, but here's Paul Rudd's problem. And I again, I put problem in quotes, is that we love him just the way he is. It's part <laughs> you of, know what I mean? It's part of why Mute doesn't work. Yeah, and mm. I, I think of like a movie like uh, Our Idiot Brother. Remember that movie? I never saw it, but I remember it coming out, yeah. It has some good moments in it, and like, it's it's there's these movies where he kind of branched out a little bit and i feel like the world was like no just be <laughs> paul rudd you be you we just paul. want paul rudd paul no yeah <laughs> just be yourself paul rudd just be yourself that's all we want i did I, uh, i'd say maybe three or four hours before i watched this trailer i saw a clip of him on conan doing the mac and me bit one more time like that's what i want i just want paul rudd to do <laughs> yeah. the things i know about and like yeah, just you know, the that repeating me. joke and stuff. That's that's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll get some Mac and me in, in this show. Yeah, probably not. I mean, we'll it was see. great. He comes in in a tux and does like a double trick. It's, it's the best. It's it's really good. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, more comedies. Okay. Uh, How it ends is the next one here. Oh sure. This one, what do you guys think? This one really confused yeah. me because it is just seeking a friend for the end of the world. Uh, yes. With, with yeah. the weird additional hat of instead of the main character spending the last day with another person, she's spending it with a, a metaphysical a construct of-, of her younger self played by <laughs> Kaylee Spaney. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they needed more stuff in this in this plot. I don't know. Yeah. It is very confusing. Is there a is there also a comedy movie with a bunch of people in it called The End with like Franco and Rogan and all them? That's a thing too. Yeah, this is the end. This, this, is, is, the this end. is the end. I I don't know why there are all these movies where it's 15 people have heard of and the world's ending. I don't get it. Well, all right, here's what bothers me about this. Um this premise because seeking a friend for the end of the world um this is the end there's a uh, melancholia 444 with willem dafoe and this it's really weird to me that 
when we look at the subject of the end of the world from a <laughs> entertainment standpoint, the answer was always like, yeah, we only need like an hour and a half to cover that. Um, and, <laughs> and specifically the end of the world as it pertains to saying goodbye and the psychological tolls. It's really weird to me that they've never made like a mini series about this premise uh, that actually has time to explore how much of a mind fuck it would be. Uh, it's always oh, yeah. like, yeah, ninety minute comedy that should do it. It's and always it's like, that's it's that's weird. Yeah, like this, and uh, you know, obviously, I can't comment on on the content of this film, but like what this film appears to be uh, as it's representing itself in this trailer, uh, you know, seeking a friend for the end of the world. Uh, less so, this is the end, but still elements of it there. They're like very twee versions of the end of the world, which you know is, yeah. is fine, but like I really don't think like i'm i'm done with a bunch of bits about the end of the world because i've seen this so many times like if we're gonna explore it yeah let's let's actually explore it. yeah this is a very tired bucket to me yeah uh yeah, yeah and then same. 444 last day on earth that's that was an hour and 22 minutes that's a serious film yeah. melancholia was probably a little more long but those two kind of came out around the same time, so like that was the other end of it. Uh, but again, they're always—I don't know—it's it's weird to me that they do it on a small scale like this, right? It's like, and they, then they follow these weird similar patterns, like you're talking about. Right? It's like they where it's think like it, we're talking about the end of the world. There's there's a lot that could be done with that. Yes, I think this film and a lot of the films that we mentioned that are like it are so obsessed with the premise and the execution feeling novel that that's as far as they go. Yeah. When nothing, neither the premise nor this execution is novel. So I'm just kind of like, okay, like what, show me what else you got. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I, I need something, I need a little bit more than like, you know, a big ensemble cast of funny people that I like having humorous encounters with each other with the end of the world as the backdrop. But I would like, I've seen that movie more than once now i would like something different mm -hmm. yeah 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 well and <laughs> great cast though the, that's that on i also i also think i don't just fundamentally don't want very many movies about this like tone and this like perspective like i'm not like this is like this just it's just so whimsical in a way that yeah i don't need to see consistently at all like like i i, yeah. I don't have a big stomach for that yeah, it's a little exhausting. This uh this style. I mean, it all derives from like and I'm looking at the poster and sure enough, yellow background, like the little Miss yes. Sunshine poster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um where it's like yellow means it's an indie. It's an indie comedy. If it's white, it means it's a family comedy or a romantic comedy. Like they they mm. love those things. Yeah. Um I don't Man, know. Should have known. Yellow Yellow background. Yep. It's one of them. It's a yellow background, folks. It's got Finn Wolfhard in it. I know. So that's something. It just it this feels like a movie that came out ten years ago. Like I mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. And it says I agree. It, it, the poll quote on the poster says fresh and funny. Get right the fuck out of my face. <laughs> okay. I'm done talking it, about this movie got, unless anybody <laughs> else it, has something to say. It's no. got Tron Legacy's Olivia Wilde. 
It uh, it has a great <laughs> the cast. Lazarus affects Olivia Wilde. It has a great <laughs> cast. I'm not yeah. disparaging its cast. I I am tired yeah. of this premise and this execution of this premise. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I do want to just say, and this is completely off topic, I can't wait for whatever fucking movie Olivia Wilde is directing next. I don't even know what it is. Oh, yeah. That'll be cool. Uh, after Booksmart. Um, yeah. I think all that needs to be said has been said. So let's go. Let's move on to Annette, the Alan Rickman biopic. <laughs> what? I want to assume this is the second trailer for for this that we've watched, yeah. and the first time we watched it, Dave just commented on how it sounds like Adam Driver is just doing an Alan Rickman impression. <laughs> yeah, and it continues. It continues. That is a very yeah, funny. How much money face. really? Do you think? Like it? Do you think Adam Driver wakes up every day and finds a note on his door from Warner Brothers that says, "Anytime you want to play Snape, we're here." Like anytime, oh, we'll give you anything God. you want, Adam Driver. Oh if my you God. want to do a, I think he's probably got those notes from Marvel, from DC, from Harry Potter. <laughs> he, I think he just has standing offers from like every other franchise that he hasn't yeah. been in yet. And he's like, "I already did wow. the Star Wars. I'm rich. I can do bullshit from here on. <laughs> Weird <laughs> bullshit like Annette, which I want to see. Man, because like." Yeah, it's it's like a surrealistic drama about this comic who falls in love with an opera singer and they have a baby and it, it may, I can't tell if it's literally changing the world or if it's just his perception of the baby's birth, mm. but there's a lot of that in this trailer. It looks weird and cool and interesting. I don't, I hope that I remember, like I need to write this movie down right. so that I remember to watch it when it comes out, but this is a movie that I am in, uh, I, I want to see this movie. This looks weird. Alex, we yeah. said this on the last time we covered this. Can you guess what his character's occupation is in this movie? Guess his occupation? Uh, he's on stages some of the time, I think, and then he's like in a in a big backyard. I know that's not an answer. Uh, I, uh, I'm gonna, did you say he was a comedian? Oh, I, th- I think it. I gave did it Tom away. Tom already gave it away. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays a stand-up a comedian. comedian. Oh, yeah. And like, okay, I so mean, it's the Joker, you... basically. Great. Really good. DC yeah. movie. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Joker 2. I'm just, all I the have idea... are bad thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> just Adam Driver is like in his bummer Alan Rickman voice doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> Like I, I would give anything to watch that live. That yeah. is a gift. This is like this movie. It, this feel this movie feels kind of beyond me, and not in a way that I'm mad about. I just, I just yeah. think there's a lot going on that I, I haven't <laughs> caught up to yet. You know, and that's yeah, okay. yeah. No, exactly. It's the director of Holy Motors, which is a another movie that's like that, where it's just like you look at the trailer and you're like, Jesus Christ, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should I be high for this? I feel like yeah, I should be what high even for is this. this. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's doing its own thing. And uh yeah. Yeah. Sure. And well and it <laughs> seems like they're like really passionate about doing whatever that thing is. Like they're not phoning it in or or you know. <laughs> this is like this if, is my favorite if they put out a trailer like... for the Suicide Squad and I was this confused by it, that would be exciting. <laughs> 
that would be like, you're oh, right. this is a really transgressive superhero movie. Like, great. This is, you're right. This is the real Suicide Squad. Yeah. I just love, I love your energy like with Alex, this. It's just like, uh, yeah. yeah, they seem to be really committed to doing whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like so a good very, on them. very elementary school talent show judge. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is they're doing, they were really passionate about it. <laughs> And, they, I, and it's, it looks like technically cool. I don't know if it'll yeah. be cool, cool, but like it seems like it seems like they. Li- I, I'm not like just saying they know what they're doing to be nice. Like it seems like they really are good at this. So yeah. so that's cool, you know. But I, it's, it's not just for very, me. Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's just very funny. I'm looking at the synopsis. It takes place in L.A. Sure. Uh, he's what? a stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know. That's the first thing. L.A. Um, and like, I love that it starts with, he is a stand-up comedian with an internationally renowned opera singer. So when you watch the trailer, you're like, okay, all this nice house and stuff. We clearly know where it's coming from. Like, we don't really, like, it's just, it's, this is not the, a true representation of being a stand-up comedian in LA. I feel like right away. Right. Um, together under the spotlight, they form a happy and glamorous couple. The birth of their first child, Annette. A mysterious girl with an exceptional destiny will turn their lives upside down. Oh, there's, so first, there's the shit you want to hear. Yeah. First of all, technically speaking, all babies are mysterious, right? Yeah, you don't know what they're about. <laughs> exactly. They don't even know what they're about. Uh, In a yeah. way, it's the so, ultimate mystery. Yeah, exactly. But the exceptional <laughs> destiny will turn their lives upside down. Fuck. What the fuck is this? I don't What's know, man. Happen? I don't know, but I need I'm to, on I need to see board. It. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It looks yeah, weird. Maybe it's like about fatherhood. That was my guess. Watching it was like it's some kind of extreme uh, mm-hmm. fable about how fatherhood right. feels. You know, that could work. Yeah, but, I think. I don't know. I think it's definitely that's an element. That's going to be an element, right? It seems like it. Yeah. 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 But then I I hope she's like I hope it's. Oh, what if it is a Harry Potter? What if it turns out to be like oh. she's a, the, the the child is a wizard? Um, yeah. you're, you're you're a wizard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Who, who the fuck can say that marketing for this? Unlike the Suicide Squad, I'm like, I need to see every trailer for this. Mm-hmm. Show me them right now. I need now. updates. Yeah, yeah please. Yeah. I need I need I need like a book. When I sit down, like, give me like one of those blue books that just yeah. <laughs> has like all of the information I need. I need, I'm going to need some like slides before I sit down. <laughs> um, let's move on. Candyman. 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 This, man, it's, it's funny. This trailer came out this week, literally like a day after my coworkers at Collider and I were talking about weird. We haven't seen a new Candyman trailer, right? Cause it comes out in like yeah. two months. And then, yeah, boom. And here uh, it is. Did you say that three times or whatever about it appeared? Five times, yeah. but no. <laughs> I, did not. I, I know better than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I'll let other people speak first. Uh, Al, well, Alex, you're not, are you a horror person? I forget. No, not really. I, I can't, I just, okay. just can't handle it well. But I, I, so you, I, I think forever ago when I was on a hype cast, there was like a teaser for this with just cut out picture art. Yes. You know? And then yeah. now, oh, yeah. now there's like, you know, clips and characters and everything. And, uh, and I know it's coming from an original movie, uh, called Candyman with the Candyman character. Yes. Um, 
And Jordan Peele is credited as a writer. I thought he was just a producer. Uh, yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. It'll uh, probably be it, good. I grew up on Candyman, and so I am pretty goddamn psyched for this. Uh, the fact that Tony Todd is involved, I I I can't tell. Like this is like I in the original Candyman, he he does show up often as just a voice. Yes. So it makes a lot of sense that you could just have Tony Todd play the character again. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. I'm guessing it's like a passing of the torch, or rather the hook, um, which is actually what the original what the Candyman about. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I assume they're just doing the original and they're updating it, um, mm-hmm. but it's probably the same idea, right? It, it seems very close to it. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. And if it's exploring uh, the same themes, that would make sense. Right, because that's the other thing about Candyman is it explores a lot of themes of race, something that was completely lost on me growing up because I just wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. Uh, And then watching it as an adult, it's like, oh, shit. It's a a little subtle, but yeah. It is, yeah, but it it's still it's very also much pretty there. pretty 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 there, yeah, <laughs> pretty up front. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's this man. This is an interesting. It's you know it's directed by Anita Costa. It it looks great. We've been it was supposed to come out last year, but it's been delayed almost a full year now. We've seen so much of it already, including that papercraft uh, animated prologue that Alex was talking about, which is really really cool. Uh, and yeah, it was is. Is used in the film, as I understand. Um, oh, uh, I, I assume for flashbacks, and probably, shit, right? Probably, yeah. Here's, I'm nervous about this movie because of two Ooh. things. One is the fact that it comes out in a little less than two months, and we were we haven't really seen much marketing, which can be racked up to a lot of things. You know, the weird year we had last year, I just mentioned this movie was supposed to come out like 11 months ago and it's been pushed back. So they've had to retool a lot of different marketing strategies, you know, with all the other movies that the, I forget which studio this is, but everybody had to push stuff uh, and that affects everything. So that can be explained away by that. The other thing I'm nervous about is I have heard from people who have seen this movie that it's not good. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh no! So I know, right? <laughs> it's such, such a bummer because... piece of evidence. Oh no! Yeah. Well, <laughs> everything looks so good though. Like all the elements are there. So I'm like, man, maybe right. those people are just wrong. I don't know. We'll oh, see. I like to believe they're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I still have faith in Candyman. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. Uh. And this director is going on to do the Marvels. Uh. Yeah. Which one? Did she get the Captain Marvel sequel? I think. I guess, but this is one of those things where, like, yeah, we're really at this point the 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 movement from indie to make a Marvel film mm. is Instant. like that conveyor belt is so fast <laughs> yeah. that the they haven't even stopped to make sure the Candyman movie is going to do good. Right? Uh, right. They're just like, oh, you made a Candyman? Okay, yeah, let's do a Marvel. And it's like Jesus Christ. Uh, it's that same owl I mean, that gives Adam Driver a letter about Snape. Also stops exactly. by the director's house. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. She goes outside. She checks the mail. She's like, "Shit, I have a Marvel." Uh, okay, oh, I guess we're minute. gonna do that. I got yeah. another. I got another one of Adam Driver's uh, Rickman owls. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> the the worst version of Hagrid is here in a flag motorcycle to take me away. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> 
But yeah, I'm I I I'm gonna still have faith in Candyman just because I'm such a fan, and maybe I will be blinded by that uh, when the movie comes out, and I'll just yeah. love it unconditionally. Uh, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't think the original Candyman was was super well reviewed when it came out too. So, you know. yeah, it, it's kind of they're, they're slasher films. They're they're kind of cheesy. Um, it always weirds me out that uh, the. The score is done by Philip Glass, mm-hmm. which just doesn't feel right to me. Uh, oh. But it's a great fucking it's a score. Perfect score. It's in this trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those. I don't. Wow. I want to say it's one of those scores that almost is better than the movie, but I don't think that's. I don't true think for that's Candyman. true. Yeah. It's just it's one of those scores that you hear and you're like, this doesn't. It's it's. I would never think this is for a slasher film, you know. It's just one of those like a slasher. Yeah, horror. it's just one of those things. It's a really good marriage of ideas because uh, the score yeah. on its own, you're like, this is the score to Cat. It's weird, but when you watch it in the movie, you're like, this is spooky as shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's a, I, it sounds I, like the people who made the original Candyman were like way ahead of their time and really cool. Is that is it's that a, true? Like like a racially sensitive, cool soundtrack slasher movie. Th- that sounds pretty neat. I think Clive Barker. It's 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 something he wrote. I think laying that sort of uh, oh. acclaim at his feet is not unwarranted. Cool. Like he always yeah. he always seems like a pretty aware, socially aware dude. Cool. Okay. Yeah, the director um, of the original Bernard Rose hasn't really done anything uh that i'm that's that uh is on the same level as Candyman, which yeah to me means that clive barker you know was uh 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 uh, in charge there although i haven't seen the others just he hadn't made the stuff i'm looking at it's just like very unknown horror films uh something called the devil's violinist which just sounds like a parody (laughs) (laughs) um oh and it's not a horror movie it's a biography drama musical oh that's exhausting um (laughs) got a real eiffel on her hands (laughs) yes this is the guy we should have gotten for eiffel uh let's move on (laughs) shit hold on uh fuck Mm -mm. i thought i had one more thing to say about Candyman, but i guess i didn't Mm -mm. so let's move on yeah uh let's (laughs) let's thank some more producers um big thank you to the (laughs) Uh, Kool-Aid Molotov says, fill me with the blood of your billionaires and drink deep, my brothers. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you to E.T. Thank you to E.T., sure. the extravagant terrestrial. <laughs> uh, thank you to Cody Johnston's time machine noise. Always, Always a pleasure. Mm. Thank you to Pete Vorpagel. Thank yeah. you. Thank you to Glitterus. Uh, wonderful Glitterus. Thank you to thanks for having Jason Pargin on. Here's 25 bucks. Woo. Thank you. Uh, thank you to the midnight patron. Yeah, the midnight patron. What patrons at midnight? Thank yeah. you very much. Let me jump in here. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you to Ooh, Andrew. Thank you. Andrew, how? How? Thank, thank you. Thank you to Vincent with a Y. Vincent. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you Rev. to Doctor DNA. Thank you. Thank doctor. you to Lauren Gucci. Thank you. And thank you to Bootler Bootlesson. Gosh, Bless. Man. the 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 bootless one. So. so Dave, Alex, we, Hi. Got, we got some Transformers. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, this is Transformers 7. Yeah. Uh, the title is revealed to be, uh, let me get this right, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Yes. 
It's a Beast Doing... Wars movie. So yeah, that's another toy, right? Wh- yeah, it Beast was like Wars? the '90s. It was like the '90s okay. extreme iteration of uh, Transformers, or one of them, rather. Uh, so you have Why? you have Optimus Primal. <laughs> yeah, they do. No, uh, I remember the Beast Wars cartoon. Oh, really? Oh, really? I'm not making that up. Yeah. You guys remember the shitty uh, CGI cartoon? I remember. I didn't watch it, but I remembered it. Yeah. I watched it. I, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. It's not good, but I enjoyed no, it. No, how could it be? Uh, this is from, let's see, the director of Creed 2. Okay. I'm seeing here. Yeah, definitely okay. I do know um, this, is, this is part of their Bumblebee strategy. Where they're just like, okay. let's let's try giving these, let's try making one-off Transformers movies that could potentially become their own series in their own rights and give them to more uh, exciting filmmakers. But this is being, um, it seems to be being called Transformers um, yeah. uh, you, 7. Well, I mean, sort of, that's, you're looking at the URL. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. more like it. Well, the IMDb is Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, that's more like um, the the se- the numeral seven is more of like an SEO strategy for the website that wrote this article. Right. Because <laughs> people aren't typing in Transformers: Rise of the Beasts; they're typing in Transformers Seven. Right. Um, the yeah. uh, the writer of this did, wrote the screenplay for Army of the Dead, and okay. is going to be writing the Obi Wan Kenobi series. When I say the writer. I should note there are six credited writers. Oh, yeah. Uh, there you go. Three of them are credited for earlier scripts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm. man. Is it? It's such a yeah. machine. Whole franchise. It is. It like, is. Yeah. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> one, of, one of the other writers They're robots Iron in disguise, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we... What if, what I, if I was right. the last person who didn't understand what a transformer yeah. is? Like it blows my mind when the truck like, turns into a, legit, a big guy. But like it's like a legitimate, like horrifying experience, like that sort of yeah. mind blowing, where you're you're just your psyche just simply can't handle it. <laughs> Watching Optimus Primal transform, you're like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't like horror movies. I don't like Candyman. I don't like Transformers. I don't like. <laughs> Do we need this movie? Do we, do we need any movie, Dave? That's a good point. That's I a mean, very good point. Like we're gonna get it. I just, I get very GI Joe Snake Eyes. Yeah, feels where it's like I'm not against the movie, but I don't know why. After all these years, they would think it's a good idea to, like, I feel yeah, like yeah. the world is like we're all set, um, but maybe not. We'll see. That's why they're oh, yeah. branching out into some weird shit like Beast Wars. Like, let's give it a shot. Yeah. Also, the isn't movie Optimus Prime a gorilla in Beast Wars. He's Optimus Primal. How many times are you guys gonna make me say it? <laughs> right. Um, also, this movie takes place, I believe, in 1994. So they're it's they're really doubling down on the uh, Bumblebee strategy. Okay, so oh. it's like a weird prequel to all the shit we already watched. Uh, yeah, again, they're doing their let's let's do these one-offs, giving them to filmmakers who are a little more exciting than Michael Bay, and see what they right. do with it. It can be its own thing, or it can just if it doesn't do the numbers we need it to, it can just be this this one-off movie that we made one time. Yeah, yeah. All right, 
Rise of the Beast Wars. Sure. Or Rise of the Beast. There's something, I guess, all right, I think I know what, what's bothering me. Uh-huh. Rise of the Blank feels very... Oh, yeah, that is throw a dart at a fucking target in right. any, yep. any producer's office. Rise of and the X is on it. Here's what Rise of made... the Eiffel Tower, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Rise of the yeah. Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Here's what I made... I mean, it's what it does. <laughs> What made Bumblebee enjoyable was that it like they actually gave a shit and they 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 used the only transformer we liked or that we emotionally connected with and they basically made ET. Yeah. This mm-hmm. this seems to me to imply like another big loud oh they're all going to fight each other in a city. And like that's that's going to go horribly that's wrong. Gonna if that's going to suck if that's the yeah. case. Yeah, maybe it'll be something like Gremlins. I don't know. We'll, we'll just... I don't know. I'm trying to move past the point of begrudging that a thing exists because, like, what's the point? Um, it's not begrudging. It's it's being very skeptical. Oh, for sure. That this no. thing can, can work that, the way... Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with that. I, th- I was more just continuing a line of thought that began earlier when you were like, why does this exist? right yeah it's like it's like when i drive past a factory like yeah that's doing stuff and it probably keeps the economy going like that's <laughs> that's how i feel about <laughs> yeah, the existence of this yeah like, i mean yeah, this, right. this movie's gonna employ two thousand people sure yeah right that's cool yeah <laughs> i mean you know and, yeah, and, and if it's and not no, michael nobody, bay then right and nobody it might not hurt anyone yeah nobody on the ground making beast wars is like yeah let's 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 uh polish this turtle like nobody's down there like <laughs> giving each other high fives to go make a big piece of shit like they want to make a movie that's good yeah yeah um so we'll just have to see how that happens i don't know yeah 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 yeah. good luck yeah to them yeah the, uh, don't it, no maybe don't have mark Wahlberg in it i don't think they will Mm-mm. um i bet they uh, who was it john cena it was, it was john cena yeah that's an upgrade <laughs> Put him that's in an there. upgrade put him in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so um, we have our Snow White casted. This is Rachel Zegler. Is that the name? Um, what mm-hmm. has she done? Uh, she's not yet uh, in West Side Story. That's going to be her ah. big. That's that's like poised to be her big thing. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's also in Shazam. It looks like. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, this is more of like for me the the realization of like oh okay now they're doing snow white yeah if they were gonna get to it eventually it's whatever <laughs> yeah it's directed by mark webb yeah who did the amazing spider-man mm-hmm. 500 days Bunch of summer of, 500 days of summer yeah i mean <laughs> i feel like i already know exactly what this is gonna look like it's gonna you know what I mean? it's gonna look like snow white and the huntsman only it's gonna adhere much closer to the disney movie that's Oh yeah, I don't think it's gonna look like that because that has that like weird two thousands mid two thousands gray gritty I look. Well, look at all the other um, fantasy live action Disney remakes. I will bet you uh, actual money that that is exactly what this film ends up looking like. See, I think it's gonna look more like Lion King. Maybe like maybe. more dream dream like bullshit where it's all <laughs> on a green screen. The dwarves are all gonna be a CGI. Um, some fucking comedians doing the voices, you know Again, what I mean? Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see Snow White and the Huntsman. It will be Snow White it. and the Huntsman. 
I think that's of an era, though. That's of the... It the, was... Remember the Jack and the Beanstalk movie? Jack the Giant like, Slayer. Yeah, it's that era <laughs> and, and um, the Wizard of Oz one that Sam Raimi did, yeah, where they the all looked the same back then. I think this is going to look more like an Aladdin clone, you know? It's going to have that. Oh. Like, it's, right. it's it's all going to be samey. Yeah. It just, the, the, the cool palette, quote unquote, has already been so established for, like, modern fantasy, though, that if it doesn't look like that, I will, I, I refuse to believe that it won't look like that. All right. We'll see. Should we make a gentleman's bet? Sure. <laughs> all right. If this doesn't look like the some... Dwarves. They live with yes. you. <laughs> they come yeah. live with me uh, and make my make all seven of my beds, as it so happens. <laughs> I just happen to have. Um, yeah, one for every day. That yeah, makes sense. Exactly. I just moved to a new one. Uh, yeah. If it looks, if it somehow looks different than Lord of the Rings, Legend, Snow White and the Huntsman, I will uh, give you something. All right. <laughs> uh, a hearty it's handshake. A yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do Alex it. was here to witness it. Yeah, Alex is a witness. The, 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 the agreement is on. Now let's race around the world. Yeah. Have you have you have you cut your hand open? I just cut my hand open to seal it. Oh yeah, but it was unrelated. Oh okay. Um, I just do that when we record this show. Final bit of news. Um, this is just uh, this isn't really news. It was just in an interview Spielberg or somebody recently revealed that Universal obviously went to him and floated a Jaws reboot, and he was like, nope. This is like... And that's yeah, the sure. story. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a standing... This this has been known for a while. It's They, yeah. they know... Universal knows they're never going to reboot Jaws, and they're never going to officially <laughs> reboot Jurassic Park while Spielberg is still alive. Yeah, and like then they there's know it's not Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. They won't let that happen. They just will say no until they die. But, like, <clears throat> why reboot Jaws? Because they're like, rebooting literally everything. And it, the, yeah. I guarantee you, the instant Spielberg passes away, a Jaws reboot and a, a straight, an official Jurassic Park reboot will be greenlit. Yeah. I stand by wow. my do the Westworld Jurassic Park, do a miniseries. Yeah, that's what More I would want to see. Yeah. With oh, that would be good. Jaws, Jaws feels less. They kind of like, nailed it. I mean, he kind of nailed Jurassic yeah, Park too, kinda, yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, there's room for Jurassic. There's Park room for Jurassic Park. The source material. Yeah, the source material for Jaws sucks. So yeah, like, you don't want to do that. <laughs> they kind of. I don't need really a scene did, where fucking really did the best they could with that book. Yeah, I don't that need was a scene published where... in serialized form in Playboy magazine. <laughs> like they kind yeah, of. I don't. I don't need a scene where Quint sleeps with Brody's wife. That's Hooper. Which is, is that Hooper? It's Hooper. Okay. Yeah. That's even weirder. Quint doesn't fuck anybody. That but happens the in the book. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. The book's terrible. The book yeah, is real it's bad. It's terrible. It's like, it's so meandering and and schlocky, and it feels like, <laughs> it feels grimy reading it. Like it feels like you got it out of a a, a vending machine in a bathroom that also yeah. sells condoms. Like that's like the kind of it's just. Sure, yeah. It's a very unpleasant yeah. book. Yeah, you put in a quarter, you get a condom. You put in yeah. two, you get a copy, you get a of, copy Jaws. of Jaws by Peter Benchley. 
Yeah, I'm like, but man, also, I wanted two condoms. Man, yeah, yeah. I wanted another condom. <laughs> I guess I can try to use this somehow yeah, as like, a condom. Yeah, I guess I can roll up this copy of Jaws. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wanted to um, have, man, I wanted to have sex twice. Now I got to read. <laughs> But can you imagine the nightmare of being like a screenwriter and they're like, all right, nope. we're giving you Jaws reboot. It would just be like, okay, so I guess I'll copy and paste the script mm-hmm. from Jaws. You like, would, you it, would it just, really is like. That's probably the most honorable do... action at that point is to just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You would just do what they did with Night of Living Dead with, uh, for some insane reason, Psycho. Cabin Fever. Uh, yeah, Psycho, oh, Psycho, where you yeah. Psycho. you literally just take the same script and film it with different actors. Yeah, it'd be like, here it'd you be, go. I think that'd be the only way people would accept a Jaws reboot. Yeah, which bothers me because I think the world is open for a Jaws sequel. Yeah, make a sequel, you fucks. Make Jaws oh, 5. Who like gives a, a shit? I don't, yeah, sure. I don't give okay. a fig. Yeah. You say good sequel. It doesn't even have to be that. Oh, it, right. No, yeah. Because one of, if you're making Jaws five, you lean into the sequels. I think. Yeah, I've I've long mm. said that one of my uh, ambitions, one of my like goals, pie in the sky goals, if I ever stumble into just a whole lot of money, is to remake Jaws three specifically. Yeah, because <laughs> that's a standalone film. Like that film. Mm-hmm. Doesn't actually also, fit into the canon. No, it doesn't, and it also has the uh, the Ocean's Eleven thing of like you can't really screw up if you're remaking a bad movie. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So wow. it's like, yeah, it's well, if you mess up, what is it? Well, now we've got two of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, now they I mean, both suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jaws three has some special moments. Well, of course, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You need you need the Dennis Quaid rampage scene you, you, where he is on uh, record uh, in an interview admitted that he was so snowblind on coke that entire shoot. <laughs> I mean, it comes through in that meltdown performance where he's just sprinting yeah. through SeaWorld like a lunatic. <laughs> ah, great film, Alex. When's the last time you watched Jaws three? I don't think I've seen it. Oh man, oh, too long. Man. Too long. Yeah. Too long. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys showed me the fourth one. We and I don't think I've watched. seen the second or the third one. <laughs> we definitely. It's Michael Caine, right? Yes. Yeah, I've seen there it. was there was an evening at Cracked House when Robert gifted Dave like a five gallon jug of tequila from Mexico. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we <laughs> and the DVD was inside. Dave, yes, I remember. Dave yeah. Dave drank that out of a bowl while we watched Jaws: The Revenge. I don't recall this, but it sounds correct. No, you don't recall it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we watched uh, <laughs> Jaws: yeah. The Revenge under that those specific circumstances. It's funny how <laughs> Jaws two, in my opinion, is the worst Jaws sequel, even though it's the best one technically. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think it's oh. because it's it's competent. It's, so well, like, it was still trying like to be if I need a to real watch movie. A comp- Right, and if I need to watch one of those, I'll watch I'll Jaws. I'll watch Jaws, yeah. Yeah, if, you're gonna, if I yeah. want to watch something batshit, I'll watch three or four. So there's no place for two in my heart. Right, it's not out of its mind <laughs> enough. It's, yeah. it's trying to play it too straight still, which is like, no, we got one of those. The only reason to do a Jaws sequel is to go out of your goddamn gourd with it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, that's movie news. Should yeah. we thank some more patrons? I think we should. I think we should. All righty. Uh, big thanks to Tux. Tux. Thank you so much, Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Woo. Thank you very much. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you. Norm. Norm. Thank you to Space McNulty. Ah, always uh, a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you to, oh, great. It's that guy. Woo. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Uh, thank you to vaccinated man, Andrew McGuire. Ah, nice work. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to AJ. Yeah. Mm. And thank you to Tip Drizzle. Gross. Mm, Let me delicious. jump in here. <laughs> thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you to <laughs> thank Mrs. Voidus. Thank, thank you to the you. ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank, thank you. Thank you to David Knife Boot. Henson nice MBA boot. CPA. Thank you to <laughs> Thank Christopher you. Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. And it is. <laughs> that is an Antichrist reference for everybody who didn't listen last week. Uh, <laughs> they get a vaccinated J. Thank you. And man. last but not least, thank you to Pie Guy. Pie Guy. Pie Guy. <laughs> now, Dave. This is this is the part of the episode where I normally um, I very aggressively uh, slap whatever it is you're holding out of your hands. Mm -hmm. Um, It's my blood in this case. Okay, so do that. Do that. Pretend like I'm there and just throw your blood down. All right. Um, Like it was poison. Like I ran in the room and noticed you were about to drink your blood, and I was like, "No, Dave, your blood is poison." And I galloped uh, across that short distance and slapped your hands away, saving your life. Got it. Uh, You owe me now. You owe me a life debt now. Um, Got it. Do you have a movie that deserves more hype? I do. Oh shit! What is it? Fuck. Oh boy, um, this is called Strawberry Mansion. Yes, uh, it's <laughs> it's it currently has an eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. No, no release date yet. This is uh, hitting up the festivals. It just got purchased. Um, it looks really fucking weird. It's about a dream tax auditor, yeah. which is a, a a character who goes house to house. And has to audit people's dreams to see if they have any hidden expenses. Uh, obviously, this doesn't take place in our world. Uh, it's set in 2035, of which feels like an arbitrary date, whereas, like, it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and he goes into this uh, older lady's um, dreams, has to stay there for days because she's like, has a lot of dreams that apparently need to be audited. He, he meets the younger version of herself in the dreams, uh, starts to fall in love. Uh, meanwhile, there's like a weird other plot where the authorities get involved and they want to steal something in her dreams or a technology so that they can um, it, invade people's dreams with marketing, much like Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a weird fucking movie is the point. Uh, and if you watch the actual... Um, trailer you'll see what it really appealed to me which is that the special effects is fucking wild uh it's very indie yeah it looks like what this makes me think of is brazil by way of peewee's playhouse if that makes sense oh yeah it's like it's stop motion animation Mm -hmm. it's very 70s effects it's people in costumes playing like you know Mm -hmm. giant monsters uh, models stop motion um, and it's just looks yeah very Brazil like the the sets in the concept um, the 
the concept that the the devices mm-hmm. like the technology yeah and so like it's clearly a movie that visually knew exactly what it needed to be and really seems like they nailed it in the trailer uh as for the plot who the fuck knows it's right. very michelle gondry you know it's very um it's like so abstract it's like the movie looks interesting but the the story is is almost too abstract for me so i'm not sure how exact how good this movie's gonna be <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. see yeah, yeah alex what are your thoughts yeah it feels i am really excited to have seen this trailer i don't know it feels very whimsical but in a like an on-purpose way where it's still about something too that's really cool yeah that's like like that it, uh that yet again end of the world whatever movie i wish it was like this uh the trailer wise yes then it would be it, exciting it doesn't yeah, this manages to not be like that twee element that people have complained about on this podcast a lot, where it doesn't look like it's like, I like Wes Anderson, but it doesn't look like it's that direction. It, it's hard. It's a weird distinction. But again, it looks more Michelle Gondry, Yeah, which is yeah. like kind of a little earlier than Wes Anderson. And I find Michelle Gondry's style to be more tolerable uh, because it's more impressive, you know? Mm. Uh, at least to me so there's just something about this that I don't know it really speaks to me it looks really weird and really fun and even if none of it makes sense it's definitely going to be visually beautiful so there's that yeah Um, Yeah. people should definitely check out the trailer because it's it's a very visual one it's not a not one you can really describe on a podcast. Yeah, and the story is so high concept that it's just like I, I don't even really understand it. But yeah. it's a it's a very impressive trailer. Yeah, it feels high concept, but it always also feels like it's throwing it away with the, the auditing, the tax yeah. auditing dream, where they're taking this whimsical technology and using it for something dreadfully mundane yeah. um which is where the like the brazil that's of it the all brazil comes. yeah the the metaphysical as uh or the douglas adams very bureaucratic and dull yeah yeah and that's something that personally gets me every time i, I started watching loki and it's like i don't even care that is what the plot is the aesthetic is the just vibe of that show yeah yeah and i love that vibe um even <laughs> when it's done badly and i'm not saying it's done badly in loki but like it's uh it's a delightful vibe. So yeah, check out the trailer, folks. Do it now. Yeah, do yeah. it while supplies last. Mm-hmm. And I and I hadn't you know, heard of trailer. any of the people involved in it either. So everybody's new to me. Neither have I. Yeah. Yeah. No, these yeah. are all new names and faces to me. Yeah, and that's neat. Yeah, yeah. it's doubly impressive. I, I think it's just very indie. I think it's just. Uh, I, I I don't know. I I think that might be why. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of unfamiliar faces. I don't think they could get like a big celebrity to be in it. No, no, and mm. I, that would probably be distracting. But who knows? Yeah. Um, who knows? Oh man, what was the name of that again? One last time. Oh, Strawberry what, Mansion. Strawberry Mansion. Strawberry um, Mansion. Yeah. Good to feel. The di- one of yeah, the director who's also in it. Um, actually, both directors are in it. Should note that they're actors. They um, one of them was in VHS um she dies tomorrow <laughs> like they've they've shown up in things in this oh, okay kind of a similar group as like you know the the um uh your next guy fucking ty west oh no wait yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. no your next well, ty, is uh ty west is all ty west is yeah but in. ty west is all in <laughs> yeah 
you're next. Yeah. It's that same group, the Amy Simets and like, like so. I kind of trust that weird group of friends that are all making movies. Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. There's something about this that uh, makes me feel safe. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm fully on board. I'm fully on board now. Okay. Yeah, we got there. We got there. We baby. did it. We did it. We did <laughs> um, it. <laughs> speaking of which, we got to the end. That's a so. Woo! Oh man, guys, we did it. Uh, congratulations Alex. all oh, around. Great. Alex, thank you so much yes, for being Yes, thank you so on. much for doing oh, it, Alex. Anytime, every time. Thank you, guys. It was great. Of course. Um, where can we find you? Do you have anything to tell the world? Any statements? <laughs> Make them do as incendiary as possible. If you have a manifesto you'd like to read, yeah. now's the time this to do that. This is your time. This is your time. <laughs> yeah, the floor is oh, yours, man. man. Go nuts. Now I need to lead a movement. I hadn't even thought of doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I make a podcast called Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, and I'm very proud of Woo! it. I think you'll really like it. It's about taking something seemingly ordinary, finding the history, science, and lore that make it amazing. And an uh, extra good episode recently featuring Dave and Tom, where we talk about cat food Woo! and the history of That's it and everything true. else. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're awesome. Fun. And eating it. And we have all eaten it, yeah. <laughs> we have all eaten We yeah. didn't eat it for the show. We just have all happened to have eaten cat food. And it's delicious. I mean, it's right? fine. It's yeah. delicious. It's not even technically edible. Not, not totally uh. good. Uh. <laughs> you shouldn't eat it. This is where we landed at on the episode, Dave. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah, you it's shouldn't a, eat it's a the thing delicious sh- it's a thing you forbidden right. food. No matter don't how eat it. Yeah. It's, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm very proud of that. Sifpod.fun to find the, the Patreon and, and then all the episodes. You can just search the word secretly. That'll usually lead it to you in your podcast player. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Everybody Corner in that. that word, man. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. It's like quality, quality adverb real estate. Or yeah. Adjective, <laughs> I guess solid. that would be. Um, Dave, why don't you tell them about what we got going on? Ah, jeez. We have a, um, a our own Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. If you go on there, you find exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, and our new one, Star Trek The Next Futurama. <laughs> Those are all on there. We watch we watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. Oh, That's man, tonight. We sure do. If you're watching this on Friday. Um, so check all that out. Also, the new trailer for Halloween Kills just came out. It did, Sorry. yeah. Right as we were recording. Yeah, who gives a shit? Um... Yeah, that's in October uh, well, anyway, Halloween. It's my understanding yeah, of that exactly. holiday. So, yeah. How dare they? <laughs> Halloween. Cheeky-ass mm. Halloween. Um, <laughs> we also have a store, tpublic.com slash stores slash Gamefully Unemployed, where you can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. Uh, so check that out if you would. Check it out. Check, check, check it out. You love it. You love um, us. All right. Let's be done. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. 
can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.